So hi, one of the Good Nights Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with I'm Alex. I'm Jason. And I'm Josh, and we're a story told. And we're asking some questions say about the upcoming album, Mundane Magic. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you guys feel about the response to the announcement so far? Yeah, it's it's really been awesome. You know, this is um I think this is album number four for us. And um, you know, every album cycle is new and exciting. Um, so for our fans to be as hyped as ever and for us to have another collection of songs that we feel super excited and stoked about, I mean, it's uh, it's excellent. It feels awesome. Hell yeah. The album um, rocks. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. So is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art? Ooh, good question. I don't think we've gotten this one yet. Alex, I'll let you take this. Yeah, that is that is a... Um, a good question. I guess, um, you know, I think Monday Magic, we come we came up with the song title before we decided to call it the record. The record was, um, it was kind of a last second decision to call the record Monday Magic. But I think that that title just like really encapsulated what this record is about. Um, you know, we've been DIY for so long and, uh, but that's something we pride ourselves on. Um, because we, you know, um, having control over what you do and being in charge of the message that you're delivering is really, um, an awesome place to be. And, you know, we live kind of like double lives <laughs> in a weird way. Like we, we have nine to fives, but we also make music. Um, and it just, it, it's become a way of life for us. And I think that those have felt separate for so long. And I really think that the goal is to kind of always make them one and that this just becomes a part of life for us, that this is a new chapter of life for the three of us in that like a story told is just a way of life. And I think that that's mundane magic. So. Oh yeah. And is there any meaning around the cover art? Um, well, obviously the three of us are in it. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I guess it maybe indirectly feels the same way that like our collectively our identity is one, I guess, where the faces are blurred and stuff like that, that it's kind of a, just a collective record of who we are and where we are as people. But it's really about what we're doing and what we're trying to say, not about us as individuals, I guess. I, yeah, maybe put, putting yourselves on the cover kind of solidifies the idea behind the album title. Yeah. Okay. Right. I got you. Perfect. There you yeah. go. <laughs> um, so can you guys tell us a little bit about your writing process for the album? Yeah. So like Alex was saying, this is record number four for us. And honestly, we've done this record just a little bit differently than we have in the past. In the past, it would usually start with like, um, like me, I play guitar in the band. Uh, I would come to Alex with like, like a, like a guitar riff or a chord progression but I feel like this time around, we focused a lot more on like um, starting with like the vocal melody and just like overall vibe of the song, uh, which is something totally different than we've done in the past. Uh, so I've kind of taken Jason and I have taken more of like a production route mm -hmm. uh, in terms of um, in this record. So, yeah, I mean, I hats off to Alex. He kind of like took took charge with this record and um you know really gave it some identity and its purpose and i think uh it made it such more like a, a, a more cohesive record than we've done in the past so mm -hmm. and it obviously 
you know, the album's not even out yet, but like looking into the future, is that kind of where you guys see your writing process going? Like that kind of dynamic. It's funny, you know, we're four records. Right. <laughs> and I know Alex and I've already talked about, well, what's record number five going to look like? Uh, and, and, you know, <laughs> you know, we just put, you know, we're about to release 12 new songs and we're already talking about, well, what's another 10, 12 songs look like. And I really think, um, I think record number five for us will kind of really be, I, I think it's going to be like the best of both worlds. We'll see like how it, you know, what it shakes out to be. Mm-hmm. But um, I think we're just like really figuring out like our strengths and weaknesses as songwriters, where I think we're really going to hone in, you know, with future releases. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, we're still proud of everything that we've done, everything we're about to put out. Uh, but uh, I, I think we're just with each record, we're like fine tuning the process. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think, you know, I think it's I think it shows with like the new music. And, uh, you know, we're looking forward to, you know, like fine tuning that even more with future releases. So I got you. Absolutely. Makes sense. Uh, so what song off this album took longest to write and which one is each of your own personal favorite? Hmm. Longest to write. I know the quickest song to write. Uh, <laughs> you want to tell us that in the meantime? I think it's superstitious. It's the second song off the record. Um, it was the very last song that we wrote for it and honestly like alex presented the idea and it was like we already had the track listing like picked out it was it was late yeah i was like we were kind of like this has to go on the record so Mm -hmm. i swear it was from like like writing to being sent to like mix was like in a week um so it's a very quick song but i think it was just like what the record needed Mm -hmm. uh but in terms of songs that took the longest i feel like honestly i feel like the first song on the album heaven doesn't care I song that took the longest we actually earlier this year we had always wanted to do this we rented an airbnb to like work on the record Mm -hmm. uh, just to get away from all the noise and just like the three of us get in a room and uh you know really figure out like what this album was and uh really figure out like um you know how we were going to get it done and out this year and Heaven was one of the songs that we actually uh, went to the Airbnb with. Uh, but it was one of the songs, I, we did that earlier this year, like April, May timeframe, but we didn't finish it till like months later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I chalked that up to me dragging my feet <laughs> on the production. <laughs> I feel like we have this, we get in the bad habit of like the next thing that we write is the greatest, you know, the latest and greatest thing. So we kind of like, not shelve the stuff that we've been working on, but we mm-hmm. just get so excited about something new where we yeah. just jump right into that. So I don't think it's a, it was a uh, issue of like, well, how do we finish it? I just think we just got like really excited about more songs. So, mm-hmm. um, but to answer your question, my favorite song of the record, um, I don't know. I'm really high on Have You Ever Met God? <laughs> still. So I think that's my current favorite song. Right. It changes every day though. Fair enough. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it's changed like multiple times as we've gotten more of the album written and as the time goes on, it keeps changing. But I think my favorite right now is Tell Me Why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell Me Why was the one that I was going to mention, like feels like it took forever because it was like, it may have not been last. It might have been Superstitious or Tell Me Why. Um, favorite song is tough. I feel like the title track is kind of a forever song for me. 
but I'm also like, I still love heaven doesn't care. I feel like it just like when you start the record, it like perfectly sums up what you're about to get yourself into. So what an opener. Yeah. And on the note of like, you know, the, the, the shelving of the songs and like you guys always just kind of focus on what is the newest. Does that, does that ever become a problem like with your backlog and like going back and trying to work on songs that you've been sitting on for a while? Like, do you guys just have a backlog that, that basically never gets revisited because you're always so focused on the, the most exciting new idea? I was going to let I Jason... Feel like... oh, <laughs> God. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, 99 times out of 100, a song... Like, you know, it's like this... We wrote 40... Honestly, we wrote 40 songs for this record, basically. God damn. Um, it's crazy. But, like, our formula, it's like verse, chorus, and we move on. Unless mm-hmm. it's, like, so, like... Let's do this one. Okay. Um, but the the crazy part is like half the time we don't revisit them because we still have songs that we're like, oh, this, this song is so good. This has to make the next record. Mm. And it just never does. <laughs> so Fair enough. yeah, we had, a, we had a lot of demos from like the American Made sessions where we're like, well, we'll just like kick this to the next record. And we did. But then we're like, well, we'll kick them to the next record. So we like, <laughs> got 40 songs for this record. Uh, we still have a ton just like in the vault, I guess you can say. Um, but I think they'll find their time and place. Yeah, yeah. James has anything to do with it. Yeah, there's one that if if you guys ever hear a song called <laughs> Over It, that means that I was pushing hard and fighting battles. <laughs> you and You won. Yeah. You finally won. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did it. I'm um, somewhere celebrating. Woo! Hell yeah. Hell uh yeah. so how'd the track list for the album come about? Did you guys write the opening be the opener, closer be a closer? Did you shelf around and see what fits? What was that process like? That's a really good question. Um I feel like, I like the opener and closer were set. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, I feel like every record, uh we're always like, Well, this is the opener, this is the this is the closer of the record. And it's just like from the beginning, from like the demos we always just kind of like stick to it. I feel like with every record that's happened and we mm-hmm. haven't like, um, we haven't uh, steered away from that. So, you know, just some songs just feel like a statement and, uh, you know, like a final moment. And, um, you know, this record is no different. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like the rest of the track listing, uh, it's funny, all three of us had kind of had different ideas <laughs> for it. Uh, to the point where we were like, well, let's just put out like three different versions of the record <laughs> and <have> different track <laughs> listings. But, you know, we're in a world where, you know, like playlisting is like, you know, it's the uh, it's what's popular right now. So it'll be interesting to see, like, you know, if if people that listen to the record, like they want to hear it in a different way, uh, mm-hmm. it takes them in a different way. I think that would be like a cool, you know, a cool way to get like listeners involved. But um, yeah, I think I don't know. I think with like our music things can kind of like flow pretty well between each other because it's always going to be like pretty like poppy catchy i would say like easy easy to listen to Mm -hmm. where you know nine times out of ten like any order would be good Mm -hmm. uh but you know we did have you know the discussions of you know what the track listing is going to be and what we felt like the strongest was and that's obviously what we went with I know, like, it's funny, the last record, or not the last record, Good Looks, the track listing that's on streaming services is different than the track listing on the vinyl. <laughs> oh. as, uh, we had to pick the vinyl uh, early. Yeah, vinyl mm-hmm. is produced so far in advance where we were like, man, we're just, like, not digging this. 
<laughs> and so, <laughs> copy of that on vinyl, it's totally different than what was on streaming. Uh, but that's only because we changed our mind last minute and couldn't do anything about it. So, fair enough. Damn. Fun facts. That's, All right. Damn, that that sucks though. But that's kind of that's kind of cool though because then it's, it's kinda, like yeah. a special version, a vinyl edition, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I've also Somebody heard that he was like, "What is this?" I, I'm like, "Our bad." <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> I've also heard of bands doing that because, like, the label and the band can't agree on a track list, so they're like, "Fine, we'll put one Split on physical, it. one on streaming." There we mm-hmm. go. Very simple. Yeah, yeah. Cute I think that's an awesome idea. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. cool as hell. Yeah. So, would you guys be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this record? Headspace. <clears throat> that's a, you guys are asking such good questions. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I just feel like we all three of us are in. Um, I mean, we started writing the record, I guess, probably two years ago at this point. And I think that although they're different, all three of us have like really gone through very transitional parts of our life, like very serious transitional parts of our lives. Yeah. Um, and, and like I talked about earlier, it's like really just making the band just part of our lives and not making it feel like things are so separate that that this is what we have. Not that the the band feels like a chore to anybody, but just that there's some like level of separation. Um, So, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for anybody else, but headspace, I really think there was just a lot of focus on just like a next chapter of life and trying Mm -hmm. to get over the fear of, of like a next chapter of life because change is hard. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Um, And kind of like embracing the unknown and, um, I think that's the best way that I could illustrate it. So, All right. yeah, I was going to say just like being like way more comfortable with who we are as a band. You know, we've been doing this for, you know, a lot of years now. Our first record came out in 2016. And, you know, I felt like when we started the band, it was always like, you know, we want to get signed and we want to get, you know, tour and we want to, you know, be the biggest band in the world. And, you know, it, sometimes that stuff doesn't happen. But at the end of the day, we're like writing music that, you know, we want to write. It's connecting with people. And that's really like all you can ask for when you are, you know, doing this, um, you know, like releasing music. I think sometimes people get so caught up in like, what does success mean? And just if you have like, you know, 10 people listening to your music or 10 million people listening to your music and they feel something with it. It's like, you know, that's what that's what it's all about. So I think just like this record and our headspace is just like, you know, this is who we are mm-hmm. and, you know, we're not trying to be anybody else. We're not trying to, you know, pull a fast one on anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just think that's kind of where our heads were at. <laughs> and I think it just like makes the music that more authentic and how we like present the band. So. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Uh, so how do you guys recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should you do in the car with friends and dark with headphones on is workout album party album. What do you guys personally recommend? Ooh. <laughs> in, the car, in the car for sure. When you're going on like a long enough drive to listen to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That'll be my answer. All right. Good ass answer. Does everybody else agree? I said outer space. Yeah, outer space yeah. is also yeah. good. Yeah. But that's not good. like an that's not like an easily accessible thing. So if they wanted to, they would. Yeah, yeah, maybe this album can get in the hands of I don't know Elon Musk or whoever's going <laughs> yeah. to space now. Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if only. Mm. Uh, I'm going to agree with uh, Jason. Just, I feel like 
our music's pretty reflective and very like nostalgic where it just kind of feels like you just need to put it on the car it put it on in the car and just mm-hmm. drive around um but i was uh, they make fun of me i love to listen to music through my iphone speakers <laughs> So that's probably what I would personally do. I do it. I do it all the time. Not even because I enjoy it, just because it's the most convenient, convenient. for me. I can't sit yeah. at this computer all day, every day. Yeah. Right. Right. Putting on headphones feels like such a chore. It's like I just want to like <laughs> press play mm-hmm. and I can see my music. So, but they give me uh, they give me some slack on that. But mm-hmm. yeah. painful. Right. But now I consider the Josh listen. So it's like new songs. Mix master, I'm like, okay, what's the Josh listen like? You know, what's it sound like, <laughs> like to the yeah. Josh people yeah. because the yeah. the Josh listen is a is a good chunk of the music audience just in general. Yeah, unfortunately, right. it also it also takes life off of my ears. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, I guess it's worthwhile. So There's just cool. something about music that sounds like it's coming out of like a Pepsi can that just like. <laughs> I I like my music to just just have no low end at all just right mm-hmm. right you know, the more simple different. it is the better yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i i especially love putting my phone with the speaker facing like a corner of a wall so then it makes it even more tinny i that's <laughs> but it amplifies it it acts mm-hmm. as a speaker now we're we're taking it to the next level yeah, now yeah. we're talking yeah. <laughs> i'll put that into practice here soon Dude, it's awesome <laughs> it's fucking awesome uh, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your heads, I want you guys to describe this album for new listeners in three words. Three words each, nine total, no more, no less. Come on, Alex. <laughs> I'm thinking, <laughs> bro. I am going to say emotional, mm-hmm. fun, mm-hmm. and the final word, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say rock. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's good. I was, gonna, I was gonna say fun. Mm-hmm. So I'm still gonna say fun. Right. I would say nostalgic mm-hmm. and reflective. Oh nice. Good. <laughs> Alex, you gotta go. Like, Eventually. I, I wanted I wanted more time and like it just it's not enough time. <laughs> yeah. You had all that time to think of three words. And the time is now. Yeah. Um, dire, oh. um, melancholic, uh, but a, a more interesting version of the word fun. Like um, easy, easy listening. Easy right. listening. Easy sure. listening. We'll there we go. All right. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. Um, and in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have going through the album? Intentional. Intentional? Why not? <laughs> Outer space. Outer <laughs> space? Okay. Oh, is it just one word? Do I only get one word? No, you get to yep. say it's not as many one words word. as you I, want. I'm, I'm waiting for the, you to elaborate on Every, intentional. Uh, what's the follow-up? Everybody was saying one word. I I emotion. Uh I don't know. I I want them to feel things, that's for sure. I I emotional support I don't know I just feel like it's a record I just feel like it's a record that you know it it has a bunch of different uh narratives and just like aspects of like everyday life where Mm -hmm. I think 
I think if you're wanting something fun, if you're wanting something sad, if you're wanting something, you know, reflective, I think, I think the record has it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I want them to feel multiple emotions and I hope we accomplish that. So happy, sad, you know, optimistic would probably be like, if I had to choose one word, optimistic optimistic right. damn right yeah good you, you know life, agree life sucks sometimes mm -hmm. uh but yeah life does suck sometimes uh but things can always get better so absolutely oh yeah yeah hell yeah uh, so are you guys able to touch on any particularly challenging or standout moments from the creation of this album positive or negative well, when we were recording, we recorded in Tennessee uh, at this Airbnb in the mountains, and there was uh, a black bear that <laughs> loved to visit Airbnb. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely a challenge to get the record <laughs> with our life, uh, you know, at the palm of its hand. Oh, my uh, goodness. But a real, uh, a real answer? Um, I don't know. I think being an independent pand, it it just has a lot more challenges. Um, and it really, you know, I think you really have to be in it for the right reasons or you just like immediately get burned out. Um, this is the fourth record that we have written, self-written, self-produced, um, self-recorded. We do everything ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's just like the challenge in itself is like, how do we create like quality product mm -hmm. while trying to maintain a life? Um, outside of it and I you know I think that's obviously like the theme of the record is just like how do you create this space where you feel like comfortable with yourself and be comfortable with like you know you just because you haven't reached a level of success in your mind that doesn't make you not an artist or like a creative mm -hmm. or successful mm -hmm. um, so I just think like the challenges of like being an independent band and doing things ourselves uh, was really like probably the uh, biggest struggle with like making this record. So, all right. Anybody else got anything to add? Um, no, I was actually going to speak on the positive. I think that it was um, <clears throat> kind of like based on like the formula of how we've done it, like in the past, just from the, the songwriting perspective. Like, I think that um, at least from my point of view, is one of the um, refreshingly easier um, records to make. I mean, no record is easy to make by any means, but I know, especially like for me, um, I feel like I could speak to it being a little bit more fluid, like that it was a little more natural. So. Oh yeah. Um, so for this question, why don't you picture you're on tour and I guess you're for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? I, mm. I, I'm big on the uh, nerd gummy clusters right now. Mm. <laughs> nice. I usually go, kind bar the uh what's it the dark chocolate and sea salt one that's my go-to sounds banging i'll go natural almonds and a sprite zero damn all right <laughs> a lot of diversity in the, the snacks here yes. <laughs> yeah my goodness uh, so on the topic of food if the band was a dish what dish would the band be and why hmm do we have a collective dish there's something we all like. I was going to say like Outback Steakhouse cheese fries. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that came to my mind. Or 
Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Yeah. All right. Steakhouse cheese fries. Sounds Fuck good. Yeah. And yeah. But, but why? I couldn't tell you. I don't it know just why. Makes sense. That's right. Yeah. It's just There's one no of way. those things that's like, just one of those things you can't explain about the universe, but it makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. It clicks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if John death mm. row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Speaking <laughs> about back cheese fries, um, <laughs> mine would be outback cheese fries with a cherry Coke. Ooh. Nice. I know mine. You want me to go, Josh? Yeah, you go. Give me some time. I would do a uh, a ribeye, baked potato, broccoli, and a Caesar salad. Ooh, right. damn. Beautiful. And I object to broccoli and salad for your last meal. What's the point? Dude, broccoli's <laughs> fucking immaculate. What? It's all I mean, about the like... flow of it all. <laughs> okay, damn. I get it. You're taking, your, you're taking your last breath and somebody just puts a piece of broccoli in there. <laughs> what a terrible <laughs> way to go out. Yeah. Uh, for me, uh, shoot. Uh, I don't know. Probably just like a whole pizza. <laughs> like, mm. I don't know. Just like a, a whole pizza. Yeah. Get out of here. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, so if you live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Jason, it looks like you have an answer. <laughs> I think somewhere, I don't know if it's a fictional world, but I would be on the ship in like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Oh, yeah. That is news to me. I don't got know. Our, a team, it seems fun. Pirate Jason over here. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Starfield, so I'm like, man, I kind of want to like. You know, the game's kind of mid, but I'd like to live in that world, maybe. All right. No way. <laughs> Shots fired. For real. Man, a fictional world that I would want to live in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've never been asked this before. The blink <laughs> multiverse. I wasn't prepared for uh, this question. Oh, shoot. Uh, Alex, where do you think I would want to be? I said the Blink multiverse. I'm trying to think about other things that you like. Um, I don't know, man. Yeah, come up with your own answer, right? (laughs) 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 I don't know. Let's tie it all together. I guess like the Harry Potter universe. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mundane magic, Harry Potter. Nice. That's good. Yeah. Exactly. Hell yeah. Um, and I've done a vesting last question. Every single person that we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? Black. I have to go black as well. Yellow. Whoa. Love that's, yellow. That's, that's my favorite, favorite color. color. Yeah. yeah, that's my favorite color. All right. Um, and as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Just the album. <laughs> October 20th. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Monday magic. Yeah. Really good at this. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Obviously, our new record, Monday Magic, comes out October 20th. Um, so everybody should check it out. And um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not All on right. phone speakers. Mm-hmm. Not on no, phone speakers. Phone speakers. <laughs> All right. Play AirPods Max. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sounds, guys. It's been a story told, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.